All day I travelled, and much of the night. The next day, as I neared Samaria, I saw coming toward me from the south a cloud of dust, for riders were approaching. I clambered up a hillside and took cover before I could be seen. To my relief, I realised that the man leading this group was Obadiah. Though in Ahab's service, he was a righteous man. When Jezebel was murdering the prophets of Yahweh, he hid a hundred of them in two caves. I came down from my hiding place, at which he saw me, stopped, and fell down at my feet. He asked, Can it be you, my lord Elijah? Yes, I replied, and bid him stand again. He told me he'd been sent to search the land for pasture, all the springs and all the valleys, to keep the king's horses and mules alive. Ah, yes, of Abadiah angels know, who even while wearing his governor's mask concealed the seers from their spiteful foe. Heaven acknowledges his dangerous task, says Abdiel. This was my chance to ask. Elijah adds that he let Ahab know that I would wait there for the king to show. But Obadiah was not keen. He asked, What have I done that you'd put me to death? Ahab has hunted you in every nation, made every kingdom swear to give you up, and you want me to go to him and say, Elijah's here? I know what's going to happen. As soon as I have gone, you'll disappear. The Spirit of God will carry you away, and when King Ahab cannot find you, I will pay the penalty. Fear not, I said. As God Almighty lives, I'll show myself this day to Ahab. So he turned around. I waited by the road, and before long King Ahab mounted at a gallop came with several men. So, there you are, he said, troubler of Israel. This pissed me off. It's you, I said, you and your father's house who've earned that title. You have followed Baal. You have forsaken God's commandments. You! The king seemed shocked, his soldiers poised to strike. But I pressed on, the fierceness of my ire proof against fear. If you want to help Israel and reign to fall again, summon the people to Mount Carmel and all those so-called prophets, the 450 serving Baal and the 400 serving Asherah who eat at Jezebel's table, summon them. Abdiel chuckles. This is not the way subjects address their kings. But you are not subject to any man. You do not play the games of court, nor do you worry what men think of you. And Ahab had a lot to lose. You'd stopped the rain, and only you could make the waters fall to earth anew. I saw he was conflicted in his thoughts, fear for himself, his kingdom, all he owned, vying with anger written in his eyes. Is this how you serve God? he said. To parch his people, scourge his land? His land, I said. His land? Why don't you honour it as such? Spilling the blood of human sacrifice, you have defiled and desecrated it with Baal's pollution. The Lord's prophets tried to warn you, but you didn't listen. If you'd heeded, there would be no drought. Instead, you've hunted, persecuted, murdered them, his land indeed. More mutual glaring followed. Tell me, Elijah, what you have in mind, he said. 
that I should bring the people and those prophets to Mount Carmel? I replied, The 450 serving Baal and the 400 serving Asherah. I know, Ahab said wearily, but why? I didn't want to say too much that might forewarn my enemies of what I'd planned, so gave Ahab a vague answer. Because God has a message for them all. Besides, if you do not, the drought will still continue. Ahab pondered a moment, bit his lip. All right, he said with an ironic tone. No doubt you will be very entertaining. I'll send out messengers to all the people and make sure Israel's leaders are assembled. I'm looking forward to being there myself. <laughs>